of the debtor wants to tackle or you and we don't really care but they tackle all of the topics like that everything and everything to do with inclusion diversity and that sort of thing just in mostly t mostly ttrpg but we're also we venture into video games and various other medias so I'm going to let my co-hosts introduce themselves. Again, I'm Will, one of the Divergents, and I will hand it off to my other two lovely co-hosts. All right, saludos, program. Welcome. I am Adolfo, the nerdy Puerto Rican. You can see me on some other Vibe Tribe production shows, like Brave New World, Neon Memories, and the Academy. I am the Boricua human part of the Divergence. That is me. I am human and Boricua. I love that little descriptor. Hello, everyone. This is Mikey, the third and final divergent. You can I mean, if it hasn't been already addressed because everyone else has been talking about it. But this is the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions. You can follow me all over the social medias at Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow all of us collectively at Vibe Tribe Productions. Make sure to give us a follow to stay up to date on projects like the Divergence as well as other Many other projects we got going on from actual play podcasts to other pop culture podcasts. We got a little something for everyone. I am also human or I think I am. I never know. It goes from day to day. But I am your mixed mutt of the group as being Mexican and Puerto Rican, a little bit of French. And come to find out that I'm also part have ancestry dating back to the Mayans from my grandma's side, apparently. So I'm all spicy, so this is going to be fun. This is going to be a good one. And boy, do we have a show for you. This is going to be a good time, though. On an, on an off thing, yeah. I, I am technically a mutt as well, because I, I did do the 23andMe ancestry thing. And just being Puerto Rican, you are automatically a mutt. And I don't mean that in a bad <laughs> way. Just There's a whole plethora of other things <laughs> thrown in there. I get it. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> so, and, I, right, well, and, I, and I am the white guy. I'm just white. <laughs> That's all I am. I probably I am too a mutt, but I'm a white and two extremely handsome brown gentlemen with me, and it's been it's fantastic. I love it. All right, all right. So let's get to our topic, which is the backlash that many of you have probably witnessed or seen, or at some point, whenever you're listening to this particular episode, Harry Potter, a video game that. What's it called? Hogwarts uh, Legacy. <laughs> yes. As you can tell, I'm not really a big video games person, but I do have my opinions on it. But I'm going to uh, the nerdy Puerto Rican start us off as he's a topic and has some pretty strong opinions. I am. I, I say am. pretty good. Today is Monday, February 13th. I know by the time that this recording goes out, it'll probably be a lot later than that. So it, hopefully this will have cooled off. However, right now, the Hogwarts Legacy game just came out for the PC. And I believe it's coming out for PS5 in a month or so with other releases coming down the line. Now, there, there, ha there has been huge controversy with this game. The big controversy that I'm, I would like to discuss, because that seems to be like the main topic one, is the fact that J.K. Rowling, who is not a nice person, she gets money from this. Uh, and there is a very loud minority on the internet who is 
in the camp that if you play Hogwarts Legacy, if you pay money for Hogwarts Legacy, then you're contributing to J.K. Rowling and you are to be clumped in the same group as she is. Which I pers- I personally, I do not like J.K. Rowling. I have my own issues with, with Harry Potter, and if we want at the end of this, I will go into those gladly. All right, but like I, and I will say it, I do not like Harry Potter. All right, but I don't, and I I truly do not like what J.K. Rowling has become. As Will and I were talking quickly, chatting about earlier, right? this thing that that she's fucking evolved devolved into take it away but the question is this those people that that do decide to play hogwarts legacy do are do they deserve to get grouped into in, into that group with her because there is a lot of streamers that this the, these group these people who are vocally against this game they're actually hunting streamers down and getting their streams shut down because of this game so the second question going because tac- this tactic that these people are using is, are the tactics that that the hate groups use as well so that the second half of this conversation is it are is it right that we're all like taking the low road here is there no no room for discourse anymore are we just automatically like doing the thing where what's it called we're like we're swatting people when there's someone when someone is like streaming and you don't like them and you call the, the cops and the SWAT team breaks breaks down the door on them while they're recording and or you you report them as hate as hate speech when all they're doing is playing a video game and you get them shut down and the example that I used earlier is me like when I stream to three people and I'm happy with that and it's a hobby and and that's what I do so if I get shut down okay I'm going to bed early folks but for for a lot of other streamers that are really working hard to make this to make this a viable living payable thing artists these artists that are running these streams and these people are, are taking it down is this is this justified i guess so let's start with topic topic 1 i play I don't play but hogwarts legacy i go out and buy i play it does that automatically want me in the same group as J.K. Rowling. That's funny. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, she is. No, not at all. I think you know. One, and I have some rather strong opinions on this. My thing is that you have to be Harry bigger than her now. When she created Harry Potter, she herself couldn't could not sustain like individual by herself. Why Warner Brothers owns a lot of now. Because she basically said, hey, you made the movies and all this other stuff. So I'm, she gave a lot of it away to so Warner Brothers is making the money off of it. Yeah, she gets royalties, but on a, I mean, they make a huge, they, I mean, they're the largest shareholder. And if I think she like gets 15% of all the stuff that, that comes out of that, maybe when that at one others because she's not making a whole lot off of it. I'm not saying she's not making millions because Harry Potter is just way bigger than her now. The Harry Potter is so deep into our that there's absolutely no way you're going to get rid of 
I don't care how many streamers you go hassle and shut down. You're not going to get rid of it. It's not going to go away. I'm not saying you shouldn't be all anti-JK Rowling, because you could. You should, because she's kind of be. But to go at other people just because they don't share your view is not cool. Because now we have no debate in this country anymore. You can see it in politically. It's very it's my way or the highway. That's where we are now. As a system. There is no, let's talk about this. Let's really talk about this. Can we separate the art from the artist? Can we separate Harry Potter from J.K. Rowling? No, they're, oh, we'll hear none of that. Oh, you are supporting her. I bought the game because, one, I like Harry Potter. Two, I like video games. And, hey, it's two of my favorite things in one thing. So I'm going to buy it. And I don't think that people should be bullied for that. Because that's what this is. This is all. You know, and that's the people in the world that were getting bullied, and now they're doing exactly what was done to them. So, what? And I'm old-fashioned, I'm old, and I'm again, we've talked about this in many episodes. I'm a Gen Xer. Fucking care. You want to buy? I'm not a video game player. I don't play video games. But if you play it, man, woman, whoever, play the game. You like her? Go for it. Because I can't tell you. When the Harry Potter books came out, I was working for Barnes and Noble, and this is pre. Of course, everybody knows this is pre before J.K. Rowling snapped her lid and became what she is now. But watching people come in and purchase the, those books by the droves, like out the door, Harry Potter is not going away, folks. It's not. You have entire generations who grew up on it, whether it was the books or the movies. It is so ingrained in our culture, and it's never going to go away. So, no, no matter what you do, or stink you raise, it's not going away. It's not. So, what you do is you go after her, not the video game. Going after the video game is not doing anything. And then you're like, you don't buy it, it hurts her pocketbook. It doesn't just hurt her pocketbook. And we go, we can go back to this, and we go into designers and game coders and all these people who have been for years or however long they worked on it. You're hurting them as well. And you're actually probably hurting them more than you're hurting her. Because that game coder is not making millions of dollars off this game. So you're not hurting J.K. Rowling. <laughs> don't buy the game. She's like, okay, I've got millions coming in from others. I don't need you to buy my game. this game that's part of my world. So if you want to elicit change, then you go after her. Specifically, you go for her and not this stuff. This is small potatoes. So, so I, I think it's ridiculous and I think it's stupid that people are doing this to streamers just because they don't believe the same things that they do. It's showing you where the state of our society has landed in that hole that if you don't share my opinion, then you're going to go down. And then, of course, you got people coming into people's dreams and 
reporting that they weren't doing something wrong, but you're saying they were doing something wrong. That's all it takes. If you have four people drop into a stream, troll a stream, and put in a complaint about some shutdown, it's not hard to. But my thing is, you better be careful because it'll come for you too. So, yeah, that's where I am. Mikey, what do you think? Being the youngest of the group, being of that, being of that sort of generation, the Harry Potter books came out. Where, what were you? What grade were you in high school or junior high? Or what? and I'm not trying to make so, you sound like super young, but I'm just like, where were you when that when those came out? So Harry Potter means a lot to me only because of the connection I have with it. Now I was introduced to the movies first before I was introduced to the book series. So I was one of those kids that saw the movies first. When the first movie came out, if I remember correctly, I think I was in like fifth or sixth grade when okay. it first came out. So okay. my the books or the movies? I'm sorry. The movies. So I was a okay. big movie only. I was a big movie only person, and then once I got older, okay. then I went back and read the books. But I was introduced to the movies first because yeah. I thought it was. I told little fifth grade, sixth grade me told my parents, hey, I want to go see this movie. I have no knowledge of what it's about, but it looks really cool. I think, and this kind of goes, this kind of goes along with what's been said so far. I'm of the same mindset. While I don't agree with J.K. Rowling's stances, especially when it comes to her stances, when it comes to the trans community and things like that, I don't support those stances and she shot herself in the foot when it initially happened lest we forget this whole incident is still recent because it happened in 2020 so it's only been two years in the description of this episode because i don't want to go into it too much because it will take too much time but i will link an article that kind of outlines exactly what was said and why there was such backlash behind it as well so we always do our research here, so I will include my sources in the description. But for me, and we, I actually had this conversation not too long ago with a couple other people around my age. We don't agree with J.K. Rowling's stances, but being massive Harry Potter fans growing up from the books to the movies to even the stage play of The Cursed Child when it came out and the book, subsequent book that came with it. I have an affinity for Harry Potter more so because of the characters. And as a young kid, seeing a nerd like Harry do miraculous things and to succeed and where other people think he couldn't resonated with me at that time in my life when I saw the first movie and I grew attached to that and I became a fan as I subsequently watched every movie after that, including the Fantastic Beasts trilogy that we ended up getting as well. And I love those movies. From a cinematography standpoint, I have my issues with it, but I was one of the few minority that enjoyed it for what it was. I don't, and I hate to say this, in the era that we're currently growing up in, and not to say that allyship is a bad thing, but this is a, once again is another example of what happens when allies take it a step too far. <laughs> because now... You are coming after streamers who are playing the game. And of course, with Twitch streamers, some of them are within the same age range as myself. So know the history, have attachment to it. 
But I've also seen people go after younger streamers that who are barely like 21 and don't and are just discovering Harry Potter for the first time. Whereas a lot of us have had that connection since the very beginning. And again, I hate seeing all this go down because it once again proves to people out there that allies taking it a step too far. And then it provides a bad example of when people want to weaponize allyship for whatever reasons, be like, oh, look at these people. This is why we can't have nice things. This is why we can't do this. We can't do that. And it hurts a lot to see this because Will mentioned we go beyond the step of having a conversation and just go straight into going after people for no particular reason. And it's this kind of toxicity within what's currently going on that I hate to say it. It's because of what's happening that makes us Harry Potter fans <laughs> look bad. And I'm and it's crazy to me because <laughs> and a friend of mine put it out because a lot of the reactions that I'm getting is seeing people go on Twitter and voice their opinions on what happens. I was like, so you are coming after people who want to play Hogwarts Legacy. But are you going to have that same energy when you're being called out for using a social media site that is being run by someone who is just as bad, if not worse than J.K. Rowling? But you're going to come with that same energy for over a video game. OK, it, for me, what irritates me is the picking and choosing of it is like we want to be outraged at certain things. But then the same people that are calling other people out don't want to take accountability when they get called out on their other things as well. We can't pick and choose. And I think that's where this policing of pop culture has gotten ridiculous to the point where we can't just like things because to like things anymore. And my biggest issue is if I want to like something, because what if I resonate it? Like another example that I'm seeing right now, and I don't appreciate it is Disney plus has released their new cartoon show, moon girl and devil dino. I'm super excited. I'd have no idea who the character is, but I resonated with it because it's a Marvel cartoon. It's more geared towards an unknown character. The concept is really cute. This girl, she is in middle and high school. She's very smart, very intellect. She deals with some weird stuff. And I'm getting the same hate because people are getting upset. Be like, oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. I was like, why can't I have why can't I just like it to like it? It's like, why is everything got to be a political statement? And I think that's my issue with it. Not to say that people can't have valid reasons of why they don't want to support the game, but say your piece, but leave the rest of us alone that are trying to play it. I don't want to feel bad about wanting to play something that has been ingrained in my childhood for a very long time. And I had somebody tell me this and it was sad because they've been getting some backlash for wanting to for playing Hogwarts Legacy 2 that they're still playing the game, but they no longer stream it because they're afraid of the public backlash. And so they compared it to, because this person is older, like they grew up in the height of the 70s and 80s. And it says, it feels like when I was a teenager again, where I have to play these things in secret because I'm afraid that the public is going to come after me if I say I like this game for what it is. And to me, that's sad. I feel like in 2023, we shouldn't have to feel like we have to hide our loves and our hobbies and our interests. But it's because of people overstepping boundaries here when it comes to claiming to be an ally. And I put that in air quotes. 
it makes it tough and it makes it hard to have a pub to have an opinion for fear of backlash that the thumbs of the Internet will be coming after you, which is the scary part is like people get big and bad and brave over behind a keyboard, but they won't say it to your face. I don't know. I am of the mindset to where you like what you like and you just don't be a dick about it. That's my motto for life with anything. I may not understand, I may not agree with your stances, but you know what? We have a conversation. If it brings you happiness, if it's not hurting you, if you're not hurting anybody else, then by all means, I'm all for it. But we need to do better when it comes to policing our niches and our hobbies and our things like that, because this pop culture policing is getting out of hand. And we've seen it multiple times and we've talked about it on multiple occasions for a variety of reasons, I was just like, when did people feel that they got the authority to police what is OK and what's not OK is what I'm trying to understand. Like nerddom and geekdom is supposed to be a safe haven for all of us who love these niches, because any hobby we Love the things we do because they bring us joy and happiness. They shouldn't bring us anxiety inducing thinking who's going to come get me, make us anxious, make us all those things. Those are my initial thoughts. As we keep going, I'll share more. But I'm I'm disappointed, I think, is the biggest feeling from this whole situation. I'm I shouldn't be surprised, but I'm disappointed in people. That's actually one of the reasons why I didn't want to bring this up, because my oldest son, who is trans, he actually, on the ride home from school the other day, we talked about this because he wants to buy Hogwarts Legacy and he wants to play it, but he's having mixed emo mixed feelings about it. And he's like, am I a bad person? Am I, so am, I, bad. am I speaking out against myself and who I am? Like, no. He was really confused. Yeah. And right. I, I told him, no, especially in this case, it's a video game and video <laughs> games are made to be fun. And if you want to play this video game and log on and be a wizard in the wizarding world, and that's going to bring you fun, then do it. It's not, you're not going to be a horrible person. You're not supporting JK Rowling and her nefarious plan to bring down the world you are a gamer wanting to play a video game because you think it's fun so that's a shame that's a shame that that's a shame yeah and that's, and a, it, it, that's a damn shame it's a two-sided sword too because now social media and all that is so prevalent with the kids and i know that there there's a group out there that's all but in the case of my son that's how he de-stresses that's how he like gets away i guess you can say he goes on social media and he watches the stupid tiktoks and whatnot Unfortunately, as we all know, as comes with social media, sometimes you like you you start falling down this rabbit hole. And the other thing too is that he's he's in high school now to be a graphics major. So just the, cool. the whole thing with video games and video game design intrigues him. He has done the incredible amount of homework on Hogwarts Legacy. And he was telling me how a lot of the people that, that worked on the team that 
brought together. They are of the LGBTQ plus community, and we just lost one of our bots. So I'm just going to keep talking like I have a purpose until the bot comes back very dramatically looking into the camera as if I'm giving an oration, as if presidential oration was happening of happenings. My dog is sleeping behind me. He snores and he has been very smelly lately. Oh, shit. That was fine. God. Oh. Hey, there we hey, go. Welcome back. All right. All right, Craig, don't do this again. Otherwise, we're going to have a stern talking to afterwards. All right, editor Mike Gee, you are awesome. We're going to pick <laughs> up from Adolfo's soliloquy. In three, Good. in three, two, one. So he's done a lot of homework on uh, on the people that created the Hogwarts Legacy game, and he was telling me how a lot of the people are of the LGBTQ plus community, and they worked really hard so that everybody could come and play the game, and almost as if it was a a silent protest. I guess, against J.K. Rowling and her thoughts. And they made the game with the, this game is made for us, the fans, and not for you, so that everyone could feel like they belong. Yeah, and that, I, I thought that was really cool. But yeah, I had the same response that you had, Will, of just, ah, oh, man, why are we even going down this road, people? Which mm-hmm. I guess, so I guess this is a good segue into the second half of this conversation. Is it right, like, to go tit for tat like this? Now, I'm yeah, like, I'm gonna get something off off my chest. I'm a combat vet, marine, I'm a retired prison guard. I will go. I will be grimy if I have to be grimy. If there's a time and a place for it, I my grimy side will come out, and I will get down into the shit. Okay. But I don't see that this is one of those fucking times to do that. Uh, you know what I mean? I can't, I don't get it. I like get how J.K. Rowling sucks. And to me, as a person of color, the Edwardian dream that she made is it irks me, right? As a person of color, because taking. Okay, so we got the LGBTQ, we have her transphobia things, right? But look at the the whole, what is it, the bankers? What, the the, the goblins? Oh, yeah. That run the Gringotts? And how they have very close similarities to racist depictions of the Jewish population, who in Europe has always been known to run the banks. And another thought process I had, I came across, was how. It's Harry Potter is Edwardian as in Prince Edward, the time of Prince Edward, which is that very Hollywood type of depiction of Europe, of England, I should say, that Mary Poppins time period-ish, if you will, where England is going and doing their colonizing thing. And and to me, I see that in Harry Potter. And that's why I don't I don't like it but am i gonna sit here and tell my kid don't play hogwarts legacy no am i gonna sit here and like it as we're planning a trip into go to down to orlando florida in two years our 
to go to California, if we go to Universal, to not go, well, I'm sorry, Wizarding World's only in Orlando. When we go to Orlando, not go to the Wizarding, Wizarding World? No. We have a smaller, ver- we have a small version in Hollywood, just letting you oh, know. Oh, do you? Oh, I didn't know that. We also just got Nintendo Land, let's go, but that's a different oh, conversation. That's a different conversation, though. <laughs> the next episode, we should make, we should make a t- otaku night, the Divergence Otaku Night. Anyway. Uh, but um, and we'll talk. All, we'll talk about that. But anyway, if I'm planning a, a family trip down to down to Orlando, Florida, and we're going to go Universal, am I not going to buy tickets to go to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter? No, I'm going to buy tickets. Now you're damn sure. You're damn sure know that J.K. Rowling is getting some of that money, some of that ro- sweet, sweet royalty money. But like, it's. I want my kids to experience the roller coasters. I want my kids to experience yeah. the over all, all uh, what's the wand store? Ollivanders. Ollivanders. Yeah. Like I'm totally down for my three-year-old to buy a wand and then walk around and have it interact with all the things. Cause I know he's going to flip the fuck out when that happens. And just like as a father seeing my son happy, that kind of like trumps everything else. So does that mean that I, that I stand for, that other nonsense? No. Yeah. Does that mean that I'm going to sit there and as we walk in, stop in the middle of the line and proclaim to everyone, we should, we should all and block the entrance. No. So yeah, are we, is this tit for tat thing? Is this the right way to go? Yeah. About? Think of it. Here's what we need to think about this. Let's move away first for a second. Imagine for a moment, if George Lucas tweeted something anti-trans whatever do you honestly believe by saying oh well, i'm not you should boycott this new star wars game that's coming out because george lucas said these horrible things do you honestly believe that you will be able to rid the world of star wars because of that no star wars like harry potter is ingrained in our society, it's not going anywhere. What you do is you focus your resources on George Lucas. Not that George Lucas did any of that. I'm just using this as an So stop focusing nah. on this, like, yeah, I know. No, I heard it right here on the Divergence that George Lucas said something yeah. anti-trans. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, that is not uh, what we're saying. But I do have my beef with Star Wars fans, the way that they treated some of the newer cast members in I this agree recent with trilogy. You. Yep. Yep. I agree. Yep. I agree, but there's no way that you can... So by attacking this video game, you're not doing anything. You're not. You think you're making a against the money in your own personal whatever, probably are. But in the game of things, you're not. If you make, then you go after the person who's... You hit all of her, because she still does events. You go to her events and go, hey, I'm going to hold you accountable. Not Harry Potter. Harry Potter didn't do anything. J.K. Rowling did. So stop focusing on the small BS and stop harassing people. Because honestly and truly, a lot of people, and I know some people, and I've seen some folks on TikTok, and I've seen their passionate videos that they put out about how if you buy this game you're supporting this that and the other no i'm not i'm buying a game welcome to capitalism if you think all of my money is going to jk rowling you're an idiot 
idiot. My money is going to the game, the people who put that game out. That's who I'm going to. So I'm not walking up to J.K. Rowling with, you know, how much the game costs, with my hundreds of million dollars going, here, I want a game. <laughs> That's not what you're doing. So stop it. If you've got a beef with it, then take it up with her. Don't take it up with this 15-year-old kid who's playing the game online, streaming it with his friends. First of all, if you go after your children, you are a piece of shit. And I've seen these like young kids streaming this game. They're streaming because they're excited about it. So let them be excited about Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. Don't focus your hate on them. Focus your hate on the person who deserves it. And you know what? And the other thing is, why don't we have a conversation about it? I have yet, honestly, I have yet to see anyone say, hey, J.K. Rowling, let's have a conversation about this. All we see are these like tweets and articles, and you can't, you cannot see any type of that sort of thing. It's like when you text messages, there's no, you don't know the intent of a text message because there are no, there's no emotion in it. You can't, it's not like someone face to hey i can read your facial expressions i can read your language i see that you're uncomfortable with this i can see your gastle or i see that you don't believe the things that you're saying you can't so she said stupid shit in tweets absolutely she did did she deserve what she got yeah she said some pretty stupid shit but i have yet to see anyone say let's get some parents and people in a room and let's be adults. But the internet, we all know, is full of children or right. adults who are childish. And I would sit with her and I would be like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the side of the story. All it's Again, all we have are tweets. And I know she's done some interviews and stuff, but again, it's all one-sided. There's no... there's It's her defending herself against people attacking her. As opposed to let's have a sit down conversation and this whole subject the whole trans thing is it is a it's like an important subject that you should be discussing talking about you shouldn't just be like oh you said this horrible thing maybe that to be edgy stand or point of view because you're coming at them with like viper fang as opposed to going hey jay you said this thing and i wanted to tell you this is nice no but see we can't that <laughs> we have to immediately go on the defensive because a horrible thing. Therefore, I have to defend trans brothers and sisters. And it's that's fine. But you can trans brothers and sisters by having a conversation. Educate people from your view. Because I went back, we were getting ready to do this episode, and I went and I read a series of she made. And because I didn't really get into it when it was going on. And so I don't realize, okay, whatever. And a lot of stuff in those tweets could be dealt with a simple, civil conversation. Yeah. It, this it's, is where we stand. This is where you stand. Let's yeah. meet in the middle somewhere. Let's go. And not to pull this into it either, but it seems like a lot of the things she's has said is fueled by her, the political beliefs of that, was it the Labour Party over in England? I think maybe is she labor? I think so. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Hold up, fat checker is going to check this. I know that's what I, I do. I was literally check me, check it, check <laughs> it, because I believe 
I want to say it's yeah, like the Labor Party. Okay. Because I believe that it they're is. currently in power right now. And they there was another not to get off track, but there was the Labor Party's pissed off Scotland, right? Because few <laughs> yeah. So a few months ago, the Scottish Parliament or the governing body in 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 Scotland, they voted there's saw law some law in the books over in England in regards to uh, to trans rights and it's regarding i think the person the person's ability to change their name and making it easier for a trans person to be able to go and change all their documentation to their preferred name and whatnot and in Scotland they voted to they voted to to make it easier for trans people to be able to change their names to their preferred change their legal documentation like birth certificate and whatnot to their like preferred names and whatnot. But the English Parliament came along and told them no and used some dumbass three hundred I might be ballooning that number up, but some dumbass three hundred year old tea time law that states that England can basically take Scotland's ball away from them and be like, no, you can't have your ball. You are not sharing the tea properly. And, and Scotland's like, oh, is that the way it's going to be? And so Scotland is now rightly pissed off at the ball bags over at Parliament, British Parliament. So yeah, Mikey, I don't know, were you like fact checking me on that? I was looking for the official title. I'll read it real quick. So my source that I'm using is from the Washington Blade. But the the bill that Adolfo is talking to in the Scottish government is known as the Gender Recognition Reform Bill, which was introduced. In, I'll just read it. And I quote, the Gender Recognition Reform Bill introduced by the Scottish government last spring. So this article was December 2022. So very recently was passed in the country's parliament in a final 86 to 39 vote Thursday. The sweeping reform bill modifies the Gender Recognition Act signed into law in 2004 by allowing transgender Scots to gain legal recognition without the need for a medical diagnosis. The measure further stipulates the age limit for legal recognition is lowered to 16. So that's the short and sweet of it. And then the article, which I'll put in the description below, goes into getting comments on government and all that stuff from both the Scottish side and the UK side. But that is essentially the Sparknotes version of everything. Continue on. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the U- so then the British Parliament, which currently is ran by the Labour Party, came along and said, no, Scotland, you can't do that, which pissed Scotland off. But bring this back to J.K. Rowling. Oh, it feels like a lot of this dialogue that she uses comes from the Labour Party playbook. Yeah. I totally agree with you, Will, that it's something that it would be nice to have a nice civil sit down with her and just yeah. conversate about. Yeah, and people are always like Daniel Radcliffe and all them. They separated themselves. They have to because celebrities. People that they have to sell separate themselves. Otherwise, their career can get ruined. And also, yeah, they're going to change up as possible. Yeah, but also I feel that they have been trying to separate themselves from Harry Potter ever well, they since have. they got done filming, just all together. And this was before J.K. Rowling said what she said 
And it's because they don't, they didn't want to be pigeonholed into those, no. uh, into those roles. I think, as a matter of fact, I think Tom, was it Tom Felton? Or am I getting him confused with, with Danny Gleason from Game of Thrones? <laughs> Which character are we talking about here? Drake, Draco no, Malfoy. No, the character that played Draco Malfoy. Oh, you're talking about, I think. Oh, you're talking about Malfoy. Yeah. Yeah. On no, it. Isn't it Tom yeah. Felton, I think? Yeah. I want to say he quit Stop. acting for a little bit. Yeah, Tom Felton. Yeah, so, so did Emma Watson. She, she did too. Yeah. She got her degree. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which she did get a girl. Yeah. And then they slowly came back to acting because sure. I believe. If it was mm-hmm. 2016, I believe, because Emma was our yeah. live action Belle from Beauty and yep. the Beast and all that good stuff. And then, of and course, Daniel, they all oh, slowly doing. He never stopped. He kept going. He was doing stage or he was doing film. And then TV Thursday. show, too. Yo, do you remember? The Weird Al film was so much fun to watch. <laughs> oh, dude, the Weird Al film is so good. I haven't but seen it. But, uh, <laughs> Oh, Daniel oh, Radcliffe plays Weird Al Yankovic. Right. It's so great. Yeah, I do that. It's so good. Do you remember when Daniel Radcliffe, I believe this was after he did the second or third Harry Potter movie, he did that one stage show where like he appeared naked or something like that? Yeah. Full, yeah. yeah, full naked. Yeah. And people lost their fucking shit. Dude, I mean, yeah. Holy I mean, he's like an adult. That was what's so funny about it. It's like the man, he's a fucking adult. Everyone thinking, oh God, he's like this child. I'm like Daniel Radcliffe, Red, Radcliffe is a f- yeah, was and get on stage. And there were Harry, and, yeah, I remember Harry Potter fans there because they're like, oh, it's Harry Potter. And then, yeah, and there's Harry Potter's wand. Yeah, there, exactly. There's the, yep. There's, there's the master one. Oh, you my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Then you can, and I'm not, by no means am I telling people to do it, but you can Google the images and you can see it. The views because it's, it's, I mean, it, <laughs> it's, you know, I've seen Equus. I've seen it on stage before. And yeah, the actor, the character he plays is in love with horses and he gets naked and rides horses. And there's a whole scene where he and the girl that his love interest in the play, they both get naked. And yeah, so it's oh yeah, but the Harry Potter world, yeah, flipped their shit. It was like, yeah, he's an actor, folks. Yeah, yeah. And now he's doing all kinds of crazy. And I'm, I give him credit for it. Good for you, man. And oh yeah, I you know, so I think you know, Red has gotten out from underneath Harry Potter, which is fine. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Also, you. It, they're not they're not signing up for those multi movie deals. They're like mm-hmm. undone. That's it. Actually, I think I think it was again back to Tom Felton. I think he like did some TV series on BBC or something. I'm gonna fact my fact check myself right now. Stand by. <laughs> Hold on, let me pull up his IMDB page. <laughs> and you know, I'll tell you what, Tom Felton now older, he's looking pretty fucking good. I would buy that man a drink. Listen, yeah. as your resident bisexual on this podcast, yes. Wait, who are we talking about? Tom, uh, Tom Felton. Tom Felton. Draco. <laughs> pictures of him now? Yeah. 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 Not really into uh, blondes. Not, that's fair. The blondes. Not into like blonde pasty people. Or blonde pasty boys. Or men, rather. Not boys, men. Oh, wow. He's, he was in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, huh? <laughs> 
I he forgot was. he was on the Flash TV show. I forgot about that. Oops. <laughs> so anyway, so while well, you guys are IMDBing, but yeah, when because they were all very good friends, JK and the kid and the kids that are kids anymore, but the three, the trio. And then JK mm-hmm. did this thing. They immediately separated themselves because they had to. Yes, they firmly believe that she's wrong, but because that could hurt their careers. They could. As a theater person, I would do it. If I knew that someone was making anti-trans, anti-gay, anti-black, and whatever, I'm like, we're done. <laughs> because your bad juju is not going to wear off on her. And it will. Yep. So imagine Daniel Red had said and supported her. His career would have been screwed. Screwed. It probably would have recovered because he's he's pretty big named, but it, it for a little while there it would be fucked up. So I get they had to separate themselves. Would have done it. So they have their own careers to look after. And again, that's not me saying that they just did it for their careers. They did it because it was the right thing to do, but they but their careers were like involved as well. And I guarantee you their agents are like, you need to drop her like a hot potato. You need to get the hell out of there. But yeah. I think that a conversation needs to be had. And I think that she needs to be given the actual opportunity. This is what I'm saying. And then once she does that, then you can be like, okay, so it, the, what you said is legit. And you, you are, this is your stance. Okay, cool. And I can no longer support you. If that's what you do. Then you don't support her. But you don't go after somebody who doesn't, and you know, and this is not them supporting her, but them supporting the Harry Potter world. You don't go after those people. Those people are not, they're not playing Harry Potter because they believe J.K. Rowling is correct. They're playing Harry Potter because they grew up in that world, or they came into the world at some point, and it clicks with them. It's like me, a huge Doctor Who and Star Trek nerd. And if suddenly, as devastating as it would be, if, like, Patrick Stewart popped off something, I would be like, oh, God, Patrick, I can no longer support so, you, Captain I would Picard. literally cry in a corner. I'm not going to lie. Too. I would cry in a corner. Too. But I'm t- telling you this, I wouldn't stop watching Star Trek. Because Star Trek is bigger than that. <laughs> That's what I think people aren't getting. Harry Potter is bigger than her. Harry Potter is about acceptance. Believe it or not, it's about believing in yourself, believing in your friends, that friends there, and your friends will support you, and it, you have a place to go. No one else will. It's bigger than her. So you can't attack Harry Potter as a thing. Because it's way bigger than J.K. Rowling now. You want you have a beef with her. I'm Doctor Who's the same. If someone, if like Tom Baker, who is my doctor, if he popped off with something, I would literally cry for days. And I'd be like, I can no longer support you, dude. You and I hope you you're and all that. I can't. That doesn't mean I'm not. I'm going to stop watching Doctor Who because it's bigger than him. <laughs> I don't. I've, and again, like I said, I've seen these big TikTok creators going off. Of course, they're just going off to go off, I personally, but 
because they have millions of followers that they can basically with because they buy their followers and they go out and they just go after Harry Potter. Stop going after this game. It's a damn game. What did it do? It x nothing to you. <laughs> so stop. Did that game come out and that you shouldn't have been called? If it did, then okay, then you have a beef with it. But if that game didn't, then you need to just shut up and let people in. Truly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not stopping now. Listening to everything that's been said, it brings up like a, an additional topic that's relevant, but it also can't be. But the phrase that I hear a lot of people throw around in these type of situations is, can you separate the artist from the art type of situation? And it's an interesting thing because it goes back to what I was saying is that people like to pick and choose when they're able to separate the shit person, but also want to continue to listen. So, for example, so if it hasn't already been publicized, if you don't follow me on the social medias, a lot of the things that I like to talk about tend to come from my hobbies and music is a big passion of mine. I love it to death. I call myself the human jukebox because I'm listening to everything and anything I can possibly get my ears and hands on because music has gotten me through a lot of tough times in my life. The reason I bring this up is because if we look through music history, this thing tends to happen all the time. Like for me, example, and I can't I hate that I'm bringing this up because I think he's fucking crazy at this point. But like I bring up Kanye West to make a point, right? So I've been listening to Kanye West since college dropout when I was in middle school towards the beginning of high school. And so Kanye West wasn't as crazy when he first started out. So everything from his college dropout to 808s and heartbreak to graduation to my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, like those are still my jam. It was past after his, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy that he started to get weird. And then he just went full blown fucking crazy. And so for me, I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. It's do I want to continue to support Kanye West? Hell the fuck no. Because of the things that he has come out and say, I don't care his reasoning for it. I was like, he's very anti-African-American. He's anti-Semitic. He has said some really hurtful things about the LGBTQTIA plus community. And as a person, I don't rock with Kanye West like that. And for people who are spending hundreds of dollars and buying his stupid Yeezys and shit like that, I was just like, that's a different conversation to be had, but whatever. But am I still rocking those first four albums before Kanye lost his mind? Absolutely. Why? Because they have gone beyond Kanye West. Those, that, those four albums have been ingrained into my head because those are periods of times that helped carry me through my certain periods of my life. And I love listening to them because I think they're absolute classics. And recently, at the time of this recording today, I had a conversation of, kind of similar to this talking about the new Flash movie that the trailer just dropped for The Flash, right? I saw it. Now, on the one hand, as a comic book nerd, I'm excited to see The Flash finally get a live action on screen version, a solo movie. The only thing that hurts me is because uh, for some reason, given everything that has come out within the last couple of months to a year of this, 
The only issue I have is that one, this movie has been delayed to all hell. It was supposed to come out like four years ago, but now it's finally being released. But my big issue is the fact that I'm going to be watching Ezra Miller on the screen and everything that has come out with him kidnapping women and like holding them against their will and just losing his rocker when he's on vacation. I'm just like, now I'm conflicted because one, I don't want to support. I don't want to support Ezra Miller. But number two, The Flash is one of my all time favorite like DC superheroes just because of the way in the comics and in the cartoons he's carried himself he's different he's not about beating up his enemies and being like the i'm the justice and you're the evil the flash humanizes his villains and him and batman are one of my two favorites because they wish better for their nemesis instead of trying like the i'm the good guy you're the bad guy this is the black and white of it so i had a conversation with my friend today because he's he's of a certain generation where that stuff doesn't necessarily matter. He's so hyped because Flash is also one of his favorite superheroes. And to see on the big screen, we get that is really cool. But it's really weird because I try to sit here because I want to justify, be like, I understand why people can have beef with it. And I understand why people can be mad. If you personally have been offended by it, then I understand that. But then we shouldn't be going after people who want to like these things because a lot of these things have become bigger than the certain individual or certain group of individuals. And it's really hard to try to navigate that. And that's why, given my profession and what I do for a living, I worry about this upcoming generation of kids and the things that they're going to have to come in contact with and they have to deal with. Listen, I'm about damn near 30 really soon here. And I have lived through the nineties, the two thousands and the two thousands and tens. Like I have seen my fair of crap all over the place. (laughs) I see that. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I know. But seriously, as somebody who has grown up with the Internet and seen technology advance and all this stuff and the capabilities that it has, the harm and the good that it can do, I'm really worried about my students because if this is happening now, I can't even imagine what it's going to look like five years, 10 years. Like when they enter high school, like what new shit's about to go down? What new thing is are people going to get upset with? And I was I don't know, man. It's really hard to navigate. It shouldn't be this hard to navigate these t- kinds of things. If you like what you like, cool. If you don't like it, then that's fine. Everyone is entitled to their opinion. What we are not going to do is what is currently happening right now, where we're trying to police people into mm-hmm. agreeing with you. And again, I was just like, that's not a conversation. It is an ultimatum. And I don't do well with ultimatums, especially as a person of color, you do not want to give me an ultimatum of what I should do, what I shouldn't do, because that is a systematic approach to conformity, a.k.a. slavery. Oh, I use the word. Get mad at me if you want. I don't freaking know, man. It's ridiculous. I just want people to enjoy the things that they do. If it brings in happiness, if they're not hurting nobody, if they're not hurting themselves, more importantly, Let them enjoy the things that we do, but don't go and tell people what they should and shouldn't like. Now, granted, there is a time and place where you can get mad. Like I brought up, you could be mad at certain communities, especially if they mistreat people. 
I'm still going to bring up Star Wars because that shit pissed me off. I was like, how are we going to tell the POC actors and actresses, all the boys, girls, gays and days? I was like, how are you going to tell them and be horrible to these people? And what tipped me over was when they bullied our only Asian representation in this new trilogy off the Internet because they didn't think her character was great. So if you had critiques about the writing, go after the writers. Don't go after this actress. Mm -hmm. She was just doing her job and she was doing the best she could with the material she was given. But then when people made it personal and brought in her race and then she was bullied off the Internet. Ooh, I had it with the fandom. I was like, y'all are so cruel. Leave this poor girl alone. (laughs) Yep. I think I honestly believe that the Star Wars fandom is the worst one. I really believe that. And and I could I'm not saying all fandoms have their thing, but Star Wars fans, man, geez, Louise. we can have a whole episode on toxic fandoms part two, because let me tell you, the Star Wars fans is really bad. But me and Adolfo know to a certain extent, the professionally wrestling fandom, too. It gets gnarly, bro. Like I, I kid you not. I've had death threats against me because of my hot takes when it comes to professional wrestling. I'm like, how are you going to threaten me over something that's not even real? (laughs) Because people can't have conversations anymore. It's I believe this, you believe that, I'm right, you're wrong. And as opposed to, let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about these these things that we have different with each other. Let's talk about them. Because one of us might actually inform the other of something. But the thing is, they're scared of that. That's what it is. They're scared to have their minds changed. And they're scared that might happen. And it's, I don't want to change your mind. What I want to tell you is I want want you to be able to see and discuss a topic from someone else's point of view. That's it. I'm not saying our conversations are going to be groundbreaking. They're not going to change your mind. They're not going to change your political beliefs. Because I don't go into conversations to change anything. I go in there to let you know, this is how I see it. That's it. Now, how do you see it? Okay. Now let's talk about it. How can, you know, how can we find a commonality? Because let me tell you, I remember politics when politicians actually gave a shit about the country. I've seen bipartisanism in, like, the best way. In many things. But now? Oh, no. Republicans, or did somebody freeze? I'm usually the one freezing. No. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you now. You went okay. frozen yeah, and robotic my, on us. Yeah, my, it does that. I hate it. it. drives me crazy. But, yeah, it's, and we can look at this whole thing. We can literally look at it, going back to our original topics. The country is so divided. And they're so hate-filled. Truly, politics has fucked us. (laughs) And the fact that people can put their support behind a politician drives me insane because they don't care about you. They care about the money lining their pockets. That's what they care about. I never understood that fact, not just with politics, but in general. So I might this might get me in trouble, but it's just my personal belief. This is not a reflection off of Adolfo or Will's belief. But when it comes to people, for me, I tend to be cautiously optimistic. I don't think all people are out to get you like some people believe. But I'm also the mindset where we're all going to make mistakes. We're flawed creatures. I don't put my stock 
And I don't, I guess in a logical way, I can see how people put their stock in like politicians or they put their stock in one individual. But for me personally, I can't, based off my life experience, I don't put my stock in people because we're all going to make mistakes. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't be cool with each other and coexist and get along and be friends because I think that's important. We're not built to be alone. That's just my mindset. But I never understood like, putting all your eggs into one person's basket and putting them on such a pedestal. I was just like, they don't care about you. And when push comes to shove, we as human beings, hi, psychology major here. We as human beings are innately selfish. We're going to make decisions Mm -hmm. that are not only beneficial for us, but when put in tough situations, we're going to do self-preservation and make decisions that are going to keep us, you know, me, the first person Mm -hmm. safe. And that's not a bad thing, but what? I, I, yeah, I don't understand people putting stock in politicians and then yeah. it becoming their whole personality. Like it's bananas. <laughs> yeah, my political philosophy, and then I'll stop talking about it. Is fix my damn roads. I don't give a shit about anything else. Fix my right. roads. <laughs> Seriously, Go- governing, not fix my roads. <laughs> That's all I want. I don't care about your stance on anything else. Just fix the damn potholes in the drive on. That's it. So I personally believe personally I was gonna say, oh God. I personally believe that the people who are going after these streamers playing this game, I think they're ridiculous and I think they're bullies. And I think that they are being they're basically becoming that which they're basically they've been fighting their whole lives. The bullies are becoming the bullies or bullied are becoming the bullies rather. So I think it's ridiculous. I think it's stupid. And I think that you're right. We need to learn to separate art from the artist and that they need to remember that Harry Potter is bigger than JK. And you can't look at this video as JK. Because it is not, this is the product of many men, women, trans hours people have put into this creative wise. And the only thing that J.K. Rowling really had to it is that she created the world. That's most of the stories beyond Harry Potter, like beyond the original books, is from the fans. She's only written the Harry Potter, Fantastic Beasts, and The Curse. Those are her, like, the things she's written, like, solidly written. Everything else is... So, it's bigger than her now. So, stop, you know, my thing is, stop fighting these small, stupid battles. You want to you serve it? Then you go to the source. If you want to you kill a snake, you chop the head. You don't tip of the tail off, which is what this is. So you know, going after the game, is it's nothing. Even if you manage to caught it, nobody plays it. Do you think it's going to hurt Jen when she's getting like millions of from others? The other thing is, what is that going to do? It's not, you're not burning these. Well, bad example. <laughs> Don't even get me started on a book burning in the world of education. That is still a highly I controversial know. topic right now. It is. I agree with you. And but these people think that these 
No, William, already, come back to me. Yeah, both. God damn it. Am I back? Yeah. Yeah. You, you keep coming. Christ. You keep coming in and out. And it's, it's I know. That's my internet. It's right at the height of the dramatic. <laughs> yeah. He's like, stop teasing me. I know. I want to hear this. Sorry. Shit. I don't remember. What was the last thing you heard? Because I, I ranted for a little while there. We're talking about, about the book burnings and. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I mean, the fact that people think that I destroyed these books. No, you haven't. Did it do it again? Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, it's. It my, did, but. Sorry. But yeah, it's just, it's dumb. It's stupid. So banning I mean, this, trying to ban this game, it's not going to hurt her. If it makes you an, as an individual feel better, gives you some sort of closure or something like that to like. To take your yeah. hard stuff and torch it. Oh, okay, fine. But if it's just like this dramatic show of unity for the community, you know, why don't you put the lighter fluid back there and put everything back? Okay, and let's reassess. Yeah. What, how about how about donate the money that you spent on those books to some sort of trans supporting organization? Yeah. It's like- yeah, if that's the whole because go ahead. Yeah, if you feel that if you feel that tore up about playing Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy or reading the Harry Potter books, donate money to the Trevor Project. Donate the amount of money that that J.K. Rowling would get off of whatever. Do the math and whatever amount it like does. J.K. Rowling was going to receive from the royalty. You know, make that type, make that donation to. To the Trevor Project. Hell, make it in her fucking name. I think that's one of the best come-ups I've been seeing of late, especially when it comes to the politicians that have been like anti-abortion. And then like a huge amount, a huge donation is made to like pro-abortion services. And it's under the name of this governor that like is anti. I think that's one of the best comeuppances that have come out. Okay, so J.K. Rowling gets 15% of so for the game is what, 69, 70 bucks, something like that. And it's like $10 and 35 cents. So take your, take that $10 again, like you were saying, and also take that $10 and donate it in her name to a the Trevor project or other charities that support either LGBTQ or trans, transgender youth or that sort of donate it, take it and go, okay, you took my $10 and 35 cents. I'm going to take my, I'm going to take another $10 and 35 cents and I'm going to negate what you just got from me to an organ. You know, this, what, and I'm surprised. It's like you raise by playing the game. Yeah. That is actually a really good idea. <laughs> it drives me crazy. They think that by being militant is the way you change things. You change things. You have to. Take a book, Luther King, Civil Discipline, you play a stream, and you do this huge fundraiser. You go for everything I do, just donations, coming and coming. And then you take money and donate it. Big, a huge into any type of organization that's trans, LGBT, suicide prevention, things like that. That's what you do. Use, you use it against her. Use her. Against her. Not, you don't. By doing what you're doing, you're not honestly going and boycotting this game and jumping people who are playing it. Or where it counts. <laughs> and don't. This yep. is for the Trevor Project. Here. Make that. $5,000. 
He's being it. so passionate. I am. I'm very passionate. Like, You're being so passionate, and the internet's like, nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> you need to chill, dude. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll. Um. But yeah, that that would be the cherry on top. You, you stream Harry Potter a lot. You stream Hogwarts Legacy. You make five grand, ten grand, whatever in money. You donate it to to the Trevor Project, and then the cherry on top is you donate it in the name of J.K. Rowling, and then like you, because you know they all have the public email, so you can put it back to her, so that they can send her this big thing that says, "Oh look, J.K. Rowling donated." 25 grand to the Trevor project. And then when she wakes up to have her tea and crumpets, she's like, clutch my pearls. I swear. I, we need to have a segment where Adolfo and does a community theater on this podcast now. <laughs> Be like, would you like your tea and crumpets? <laughs> I love it. Someone donated $25,000. What is that in, in pounds? Oh. All right. All right. Queen of England, calm down. Uh, <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. So I'm going to be like, now I'm going to be, so maybe the, the internet won't dislike, but yeah, I think that people need to use, if you want to get to her, that's what you do. Yep. Yep. Doing what you're doing is doing nothing, except people off and eventually they're going to, so instead of going after nerds, because that's who are playing the game, nerds and nerds are going after nerds and it's ridiculous do an all 24 hour gaming session where you and your friends play the game and you donate that money to a charity in her name that's what you do that's how you do it that's how you get the attention that's how all of a sudden all across the world there are donations in jk rowling's name to these organizations and you're right she's probably sitting home going I did this thing, but yeah, you did because now your name's on their official list. So that's how you do it. You know, this, I think that nerds attacking nerds is doing it's survey Vitus even more. Yeah. Time nerds and geeks need to come together, the community, the, the whoever, you, and we're not doing them, a, we're not doing them any time us by doing this bullshit by bullying other people because we're showing them that it's okay to bully somebody as if they don't agree with you that's a good that's an example you want to set no just do some good take a conti and find something that you can create that's full out of it and playing the game and making donations in her name is a beautiful thing it helps. It helps hurts at the same time. Yep. All right. Shall yeah. we wrap it up there? Absolutely. Please, by all means, leave your thoughts in the comments. We'll, we'll group comment. We'll find other an idea for a topic. For what you have. so joining us to today, tonight, this morning, twilight, dawn, and all that. Whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm happy to have met you. Really, me. So that's. Oh, is, is it my turn? Oh. Yes. <laughs> and, I am, and I am Lady Theodora. Good. And I wish you 
Oh my gosh. I love the, I love you too. You're great. But once again, this has been this is Mikey, the uh, the, the third divergent and the founder of Vibe Tribe Productions. That is going to conclude another episode of the Divergence here. As Will mentioned earlier, if you like these types of conversations and you want to give us ideas or topics that we could discuss for future episodes, please leave them in the reviews, in the comments, wherever you can put words to the internet and let us know. We would love to hear from you all and as well as gain new topics. But until next time, from all of us here at The Divergence, and more importantly, from all of us here at Vibe Tribe Productions, remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, make sure you keep those good times rolling. Until the next episode, we'll see you later, but until then, ta for now. Bye. This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always... Keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.